Hey everyone, it's Alexa and welcome to the Novel Hand podcast. Novel Hand is exploring the best solutions to global humanitarian issues. Uh, Today we're talking about the tornadoes that recently hit central Tennessee. Um, Angel and I will talk a little bit about what happened, um, the different communities that were impacted, um, the response um, in Nashville so far, and how you can um, be a part of the relief efforts moving forward. everyone hello it's alexa angel hey what's up we're back i know you um probably missed us so um recently these tornadoes hit uh central tennessee um so this happened about a week ago it was tuesday morning um early in the morning there were thunderstorms and then um, tornado warnings i actually wasn't in town um, but i've been learning a lot about what happened um and the communities that were affected were um So there was tornadoes in Nashville and then east of Nashville. So within Nashville, the communities that were affected were North Nashville and Germantown, and then Mount Juliet and Lebanon Hermitage areas, and also um, parts of East Nashville and the Five Points neighborhood. Um, And then about 70 miles east of Nashville, Cookville was also hit. Um, And so there were, I think, 24, 25 deaths. um, And actually the majority of those were not in Nashville. They were in Cookville. Um, And so Nashville has just been responding to this pretty overwhelmingly. Um, There have been a lot of volunteers and donation drives. um, And the city has really come together. Um, And so we just want to talk a little bit about um, how we've been a part of that, what we've been learning about Nashville and just um, disaster relief in general. So Angel, I just wanted to ask you, tell us about your past week, um, what you were planning on doing and what you ended up doing with your past week. Yeah. It's crazy that you say that it was almost a week ago because it kind of feels like it was yesterday, but also like six months ago. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I was a part, I was a co-site leader for Vanderbilt Alternative Spring Break, which basically just means that um, there's like 30 different sites that go to different parts of the U.S. with um, between like 10 to 12 students who all don't know each other. And we do service um, and volunteering at different locations. Um, so Julie, so this was our, our spring break. Yes. This is our yes. past spring break this past week. Yes. Um, and so Julia was my co-site leader and we've been planning and like having, um, emailing different organizations. In what Nashville. was the initial topic of your site? Um, homelessness and poverty. Okay. In Nashville. In Nashville. Yes. Um, so we stayed in Nashville and we had planned to be with, um, Nashville food project, second harvest, safe haven, loaves and fishes. And another one that I'm forgetting about. Room in the end. Yes, room in the end. Thank you. Um, <laughs> wow, you know my my life better. Than I know. I, do. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is all a facade. <laughs> I know it really is. Um, so yeah. So Monday, um, we volunteer Nashville Food Project and Second Harvest. Everything is fine. Um, and then, yeah, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, the tornado hits. Um, yeah, we all got to a basement whenever it happened, and then none of us really thought about it. I've, like, lived in Nashville yeah. slash Tennessee my whole life. Like, we get tornado watches and warnings all the time, and no one really thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we wake up, and we start seeing all these photos and, like, yeah. just the devastation in yeah. East Nashville and North Nashville, and it was, like, we were very shook. Um, and, and so you were staying in a church. Yes. In Nashville. Yes. South Nashville. So Right more south in vandy so and vandy wasn't affected Mm -hmm. um so we were safe which was very 
we were great, very grateful about. Um, but the orgs, three of the orgs that we had plan- been planning on working with that week, um, Nashville Food Project, Safe Haven, um, and Loaves and Fishes could not host us anymore. Two of them were because they got hit by the tornado directly, and um, one was because um, they like wanted other people to go serve in the community. Right, right. Um, so Tuesday, we couldn't really do anything. It was emergency responders. Um, so obviously we had to stay out of their way and like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wednesday morning, we, uh, Wednesday and Thursday morning, we went down to Lee Chapel on Jefferson Street. So a little bit of North Nashville. Um, and we, yeah, just packed and sorted different donations. And we, um, yeah, did whatever needed to be done. We didn't really get to see a lot of the community, um, which that gets into a whole other thing. Um, <clears throat> but like we, it was, it, yeah, it was very devastating just to like drive down Jefferson street and see power lines, um, on people's houses and trees on people's houses and just like, so yeah, just really, really sad in general. Um, yeah. And then Friday we also went to Lee Chapel, but we went around noon. Um, and they didn't really need us anymore at that location cause they had so many volunteers. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so we went down the street, um, not even a block to first community church and they had us take sack lunches and water and coffee to like 70 or so houses. We just like walked door to door wow, yeah. um, and just handed out meals and food to people and construction workers or anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just like different of just like a lot of what we did at Lee Chapel. So the other two days was just behind the scenes, packing baby bags and general toiletries and things like that and handing them to people. But, um, well, p- tanning it to people who would go deliver them to other people. Okay. So we never really got to see, like, the end of you it. You weren't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Friday, we got to go door to door and, like, give people hugs and just, like, ask them what they needed and then go find diapers or blankets or whatever they needed. Okay. So then you were sort of delivering yeah, stuff to like them. Yeah. Like, personally to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, which might not be the most efficient way to do service, but it was a very impactful and sobering experience, too, as well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was really what the week looked like. Very different than what we had planned. Right. But also really cool to be there in the moment serving the Nashville community as we mm-hmm, got impacted mm-hmm. um, by the tornado. Yeah. I mean, sometimes serving people looks like meeting their most immediate needs. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. So I was out of town this past week. Um, since it's our spring break, I was in Atlanta um, and we were planning on driving back on Wednesday. So we drive back Wednesday night. Um, and one of my good friends um, was in town, different friend than Angel, um, but she's student teaching. And so she, um, Metro schools were canceled Tuesday through Friday. Um, and so she had been volunteering and she just encouraged me and my other friend um, to come and volunteer. And we were like, sure. Like we were just getting back to Nashville and we, I mean, hadn't seen anything. And I mean, my initial reaction was I saw a lot of, I saw, I mean, I read the Tennessean article that had just a bunch of photos in it and it was, oh, the Five Points neighborhood in East Nashville and here is the basement East. I mean, we've all seen that picture. If you've seen any pictures, you've seen that photo. Um, And there's Burger Up and there's um, these other sort of establishments that everyone knows and has probably visited. And so I just had a pretty incomplete understanding of, of the situation initially. And so then... Um, Katie and I are like, okay, we're going to go volunteer. Where do we go? And we'd heard on, heard about, um, a few organizations that were kind of organizing the volunteer effort. So hands on Nashville, um, was a big one. And then, um, I mean, just 
accounts that I follow on Instagram that are Nashville related had been posting like, go to this place or this is where you can drop off donations, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so I was kind of sorting through everything I'd heard. Um, I mean, and you can read that stuff, but then you go to the website and it's like, okay, all their spots are filled. Now what? Um, And so it was kind of a process of sorting through and and deciding, I mean, trying to discern um, where there was a need and where, we could go that we would actually um, be helping and not not hindering um, the relief efforts at all. So we decided to go to North Nashville, actually, which I had not heard um, a lot about what had happened there. I'd mostly been hearing about East Nashville and um, sort of those establishments and, and that community. Um, but we ended up going to North Nashville and working with Gideon's Army, and they were organizing um, donations and then food for their community, which is... Um, poorer and um, majority African-American as compared to the rest of the city. Um, And so they were working out of Magruder Family Resource Center um, in their community. And I mean, Gideon's Army has been working in that community for about 10 years now. And so it was really cool to partner with an organization that was already in that community um, and knew that community and wasn't, you know, coming in from the outside that it was part of it. And Angel, you worked with Gideon's Army as well, right? Yes. They were organizing. Um, well, the Hands on Nashville website was very busy since everyone wanted to volunteer. Right. So, like, the website wasn't working. You couldn't really sign up. It would, like, take about 15 minutes for the page to load. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we ended up calling Gideon's Army because we found their sign-up genius or whatever. Right, yeah, that's they, what we found. Yeah, and then they told us to go to Lee Chapel instead. Okay. And I think, but then it became under hands on Nashville at that point. Okay. They, like, switched sides. Gotcha. Yeah, and so it sounds like Gideon's Army was working out of yeah. a few locations in yeah. North Nashville. Um. And what Kitty and I did there was just they were getting um, a lot of food that was prepared and we were just packaging it along with other um, people in the kitchen into um, sort of individual meals that then they were taking out into the community. Um, And so, I mean, I have no skills in that were really helpful to the community at that time. But I mean, that's a very monotonous thing to do to just like scoop green beans into a styrofoam container. Um, sort of in this assembly line style. Um, but it was cool because they already have chefs that work as part of Gideon's Army, and they were kind of managing the kitchen. Um, and so it was cool that there was a spot for us to kind of be part of those relief efforts with the few skills that we have yeah. um, sort of in that area. Um, and honestly, Angel, had you been to, to North Nashville before? Never, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't either, and that was kind of shocking. I had heard that there was stuff in Germantown, which is distinct from the community that we were in. I think when I think of Germantown, I think of um, a few restaurants yeah. and, and stuff like that. Fine but I don't. And yeah. Right, right. It, it, and so that's different. Yeah. Um, but really cool to see how Gideon's Army, this organization that was already in the community, was responding. And then also the churches there, mm-hmm. um, like you mentioned, and how they were able to sort of organize um, these pretty immediate relief efforts. Yeah. Um, Were there any other organizations that you were kind of following along with that were organizing efforts? I don't think so. I think everyone really just wanted to do Hands on Nashville and Gideon's Army were like the big focuses. Right, right. I heard a little bit about One Stone um, Church in East Nashville. I think Cookville. I I just honestly don't, still don't know that much. I think that might have been more like... um, a, gover- a governmental response. There was one 
other that I can't remember. I know that Samaritan's Purse came in from mm-hmm. um, outside of Nashville to, as well, and I think they were more in Cookville as well, actually. Um, I think one question I kind of struggled with was, what can I really offer? Um, I think a lot of people like us wanted to help, but yeah. we weren't directly affected, and we didn't really know what skills we had to offer. How did you kind of struggle with that or think about that i think it was good to remember that like yeah they obviously need like uh first responders and like emergency people and that was a lot of like tuesday and wednesday and just like finding people Mm -hmm. um but i think they also need just people to do monotonous work that like you don't really see the end goal but like yeah like you said you can put green beans in a styrofoam container and pass it to the next person or like i could pick up toothpaste in a like toothbrush and along with like cleaning supplies and put in a bag and like walk it to a place Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be like i have all these skills or like other people on our site but like flat like batteries in a flashlight which like doesn't seem like a lot of like a huge thing but it like makes it easier for someone who gets the flashlight in the end um so it's just like yeah we couldn't fix everything's everyone's problems but we could just serve and be like basically a machine for like right just a hands and feet for a few days yeah 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 no i mean that was a lot of what i learned i was like maybe i should just donate money because i don't really know what to go out and buy or they were you're hearing different things but i mean i think it was there's a limited amount of time i think after when that happens when they really need hands-on volunteers you know doing things like that to meet those immediate needs and it was um i'm grateful that i got to to be a part of that but there's also like so many other responses as well yeah and also it was just like um i lost my train of thought well um wait yeah keep going um what was i gonna say (laughs) um i mean for for people who weren't here or you know or outside of nashville i mean the main way that you can support is to give money did you Yes, I remember my train of thought. All right, I saw the light bulb um, go off. <laughs> we were talking as a site about how, like, it was really good that people outside of the community could come and just do, like, the monotonous work. So then people who actually knew the people in community could, like, go out and, like, give people hugs and, like, talk to them like sure, a regular person. yeah. And, like, do all of, like, the more emotional support side of it. And, like, instead of doing the emotional side and, and like, the, the sort harder. of physical, like, yeah. 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 So it was, like, a good balance of it of, like, yeah, we don't know anyone. So like us giving a stranger a hug is like less pretty meaningless. Yeah. yeah. Compared to like them, like hugging a neighbor or like someone from their church or something. Right. Like that. Right. You're kind of um, allowing those people to, to sort of play that role in yeah. their community and engage with the community. Well, um, outside volunteers can, yeah. Do, do all the a, dirty work. Like it's right. Not dirty, right. Like, yeah. yeah. The stuff where you don't need to, to be as knowledgeable about the community, yeah. but you're working with an organization that has, the community's best interest in exactly. mind. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was sort of this this topic of gentrification and sort of North Nashville. Um, I think a lot of people might have read the Tennessean article. I think they came out on Wednesday about Wednesday or Thursday about North Nashville being not wanting to be forgotten in the wake of this natural disaster, um, and a little bit of sort of the history of. There's a tornado in 1998 um, that hit East Nashville, um, and after that, that um, area rapidly gentrified. Um, There's also a New York Times article about this as well, but then also in the wake of the 2010 flood, how um, different communities um, just were impacted differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've just been learning a lot about sort of the history of the pretty recent history of Nashville um, and just 
how different socioeconomic groups um, just receive a different response after these disasters and um, also the role that the media plays in that. Because mm-hmm. I think after those articles came out from the New York Times and from the Tennessean, I think on Wednesday or Thursday, there was a pretty quick shift, Huge shift um, yeah. in the understanding of just what areas had been hit and mm-hmm. where there was a need. Yeah. We saw a lot more cameras in North Nashville, like Friday, I think. Yeah. And like Channel 4 vans and like things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as college students, I mean, we were born in the year 1998. Yeah. And so even though that was only 22 um, years ago, I didn't, and I'm not from Nashville, so I didn't know about that. And I didn't know that was sort of how East Nashville came to, part of how East Nashville came to be um, the way that it is. Yeah. Um, and obviously have heard about the 2010 flood, but didn't mm-hmm. really know about um, how certain communities didn't get power back for much longer um, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And even just like what you were talking about with North Nashville of as the tornado hits and now people want like the development people want to mm-hmm. build like high rises and things that increase rent. And then, so the people who are already living there can't live there anymore. Right. So they get kicked out and like, that's what happened in 1998, I mm-hmm. think. And like, that just creates more gentrification in the city. And like Nashville is growing so fast that like, that just creates a huge problem yeah. as there's an influx of people who need that housing. But like, there's like, the, the influx of people want that new housing but then the people who are already living there who got affected now don't have housing. Right. And it's just like a whole cycle. Yeah, yeah. And so that's been the fear is that in North Nashville um, that if these homes are destroyed, then the land might be bought um, and then developed and um, without taking into consideration um, the context of that community um, and the history there. And so it's really interesting to think about how Nashville – hopefully has sort of learned from these past natural disasters and the responses and how that's affected um, those communities. And hopefully, um, I mean, parts of North Nashville and and Germantown are already, you know, gentrifying. um, But hopefully the city, um, you know, will be considerate considerate of that. And I think it's really interesting to think about the role that just those two articles played in, in people's awareness of oh, like North Nashville was hit, you know, just as bad or just as hard as East Nashville. And um, the response has been different for that community. Yeah, yeah. I was also just so surprised to hear that Cookville got hit. Maybe I just like was not reading the right articles, but everything I heard was about East Nashville. Right. And then at the service site where we were at, at our housing site, um, they hosted us for dinner and they were talking about how they had a ton of family friends out there who got affected by the storm and it was like 70 miles away and we did not realize that like it even went that far we just yeah thought it was Nashville. yeah yeah i mean i think the media coverage was somewhat yeah, unequal skewed yeah um and when president trump came on friday everyone thought he was coming here but he went to, to, to cookville yeah. yeah to put putnam county i don't know how to say that <laughs> i'm just clearly not not from this area <laughs> putnam county <laughs> um i mean and that's where the majority of of the fatalities were yeah. and um I mean, I think there's a lot of people who still aren't aware of, you know, the full situation yeah. and only understand um, part of part of what happened last week. So, yeah. I mean, I think it just speaks to a lesson on, you know, getting information from several sources when things like this happen and, um, you know, making sure you understand the full story and, um, 
so you can respond in a way that's um that's careful to consider yeah all those contexts yeah yeah Yeah. so kind of thinking about moving forward um i recently followed hands on nashville on instagram and Today, they actually posted that they actually don't need any more volunteers to come help and that any more volunteers coming would actually hinder um, the work of the Nashville Electric Service and these other sort of like utility companies coming to actually repair power lines and stuff like that. And they actually asked volunteers to stay home, which I think is not what Nashvilleians wanted to hear. People are really excited about like getting out there and um, bringing donations. But a lot of that sort of immediate response isn't needed anymore. Mm-hmm which is happened so quick, but is also really cool. They were talking about in one of the emails that hands on Nashville sent out, there were 2000 volunteer spots, but they, the way they described it was um, there's very limited spots because 2000 compared to the number of people had signed up for information, which was like 10,000 was like, right. There was no spots for everyone to like fill up. Yeah. And I think thinking about over the weekend, fewer people are working and can come out. And I think they probably had a huge response yeah saturday and and on sunday yeah um so especially with schools out and things like that right yeah yeah no it's just yeah and so if you're thinking about helping take into consideration the fact that (laughs) if you're not (laughs) already signed up for something um you should stay posted hon.org donate your money yeah yes um so kind of thinking about the future now how angel how are you planning on responding in the coming months what i don't know what are you thinking about taking into consideration i think just um staying staying knowledgeable of what's happening keep like reading my emails from hands on nashville Uh um, and seeing volunteer opportunities along with um donating resources and if i have like canned goods in my room or like leftover from events on campus um not like actual leftovers but like <laughs> canned leftovers like things like that roommate goals um <laughs> but just being able to give back um in whatever ways i can and staying educated um right yeah and things like that what about you yeah i mean i'm just gonna keep um following the lead of these organizations that know the communities well um and I feel it's not hard to access, you know, their information and, mm-hmm. you know, they're posting every day on Instagram an update and like what they need and what they don't need. And that's so easy to follow for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I liked Gideon's Army on Facebook and if they say they need something and I can meet that need um, in a way that that serves them best, then I will try to do that. But if I can't, I'm going to trust that um, that organization and you know, these other disaster relief organizations and um, government can can help to meet that need. And I think another important thing to keep in mind is not going to those areas and, you know, trying to see the destruction, um, even though we are so curious and we we do know some of Mm -hmm. these neighborhoods really well, um, just letting some of those like the National Electric Service and um, other, you know, people who are, who, who are there and know what they're doing, letting them, you know, do their job. Yeah, that's exactly, um, like disaster tourism is a huge thing that was happening a lot this past week. Um, when we showed up to Lee Chapel on Friday, so we had volunteered the last two days, but this third day they didn't like need us that much at Lee Chapel. So they sent us to this table, um, 
and they were going to send us out to the community but vandy has this many rules about all of that stuff right um so instead well they debriefed us and told us that um yeah disaster tourism is a thing a lot of people have been taking selfies and pictures of like this houses being um like hit by trees mm. and things like that and they like reminded us like these are people's lives like it's not just like right. some cool story in a movie or something like these are actual people with actual lives who are now like they can be in shame or guilt or embarrassed and like you taking a selfie with it and like bringing their exact situation to everyone else when like you don't have a purpose behind it is just honestly like rude and not helpful and um just something you don't want to do like you're basically becoming like making them like a zoo and you're just taking pictures of them and like that's not kind or respectful in any way yeah yeah and just considering how personal yeah, of an experience that is for them and traumatic yeah. yeah yeah no that's definitely something important to keep in mind yeah especially in the coming months as they're rebuilding and all mm-hmm. those things you know it's not something to go see yeah so, exactly yeah any other last thoughts about sort of what's happened and moving forward um um just a little bit with like last week it was supposed to rain a ton and it somehow didn't which is very yeah, good considering the situation yeah. since a lot of houses were broken down and like roofs are gone. So roofs, roofs, roofs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so we don't know. Um, just not having rain was good, but I know this week is not supposed to, like it is supposed to rain. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like prayers for their houses and that people will have housing. Um, but also just for like people who are already experiencing homelessness that, um, like prior to all of the tornado things um just like yeah thinking about them and like a lot of what we did at lee chapel was like even if someone experiencing homelessness came in we would still give them whatever they needed like whether right. it be food or anything because right. yeah they they may not like obviously they're affected by the tornado but mm-hmm. like their situation is fl- like far worse they don't even have a house to live in or shelter yeah. or anything yeah. and like it hit like the 20s and th- like 20 degrees outside and like mm-hmm. they need blankets too and like there's so many other things that go into yeah. that. Um, and and that was the initial um, topic of yeah, your site, site was homelessness. So we talked a lot about that and how um, this just like exacer- exasperated. Exacerbates. Great, yep. that word. <laughs> <laughs> the situation. We're learning so many things, Words. including vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just like thinking about them and like their situations and how. Yeah. How can we? Yeah. Yeah. Best support them. them yeah. 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 No, I just like was so frustrated. I mean, my last thoughts are that I was so frustrated that I didn't know that North Nashville was hit just as bad as East Nashville. And I mean, part of that is my fault for not um, concerning more sources and just, you know, looking at um, like a photo story because that was compelling and interesting and graphic. Um, But I think part of that is also the fault of the media for not covering it um more equally and for and like not knowing about cookville as as soon as because we called it the nashville tornadoes and mm-hmm. not central tennessee exactly, or something yeah. like that um and so just something i want to like carry carry forward is when when natural disasters inevitably happen in the future and and, and it affects um, a community i'm a part of or i'm near i want to um make sure i know you know who was affected and and how what organizations or sort of infrastructures already exist in that community that i can um support during that time and 
yeah, be mindful of, of the context of the situation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, that's kind of our rambling thoughts on the Nashville <laughs> tornadoes. I think I've been sort of reflecting a lot um, on that the past week and learning a lot and how the fact that we've had spring break has a lot of, I think a lot of Vanderbilt students who yeah. were still here to, um, to support our community. Yeah. And it's given me also some space to sort of think and reflect on, yeah. I mean, our time in Nashville, I mean, Angel's from here, but I'm not. And it's been, um, cool to think about what I've gotten to learn about this city and its growth and gentrification and all these, um, different topics. So, yeah. That's all from us this week. Thank you for listening to episode three of the Novel Hand podcast. You can find us on Instagram at novel.hand and you can like us on Facebook, Novel Hand. Um, Yeah, we're going to link a bunch of sort of the articles that we talked about, the New York Times article, um, the Tennessean article, and then various other sources. We'll also link a few organizations like Hands on Nashville and Gideon's Army um, that you should be considering um, and watching if you want to be a part of the relief efforts. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing we didn't mention is that the Community Foundation of Central Tennessee, I think, has an emergency fund that they've been using um, that you can contribute to if you want to donate. And that's sort of been the hub of um, financial support um, through... Yeah, this disaster, um, the response to the tornadoes. I think that's all. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.